Thanks, Raj, for lending us some of your time. We're now going to move on to the fan favourite segment, and I think the host favourite segment as well, the barbecue roast. Uh, Jaden, I'm going to let you start this one off. I'm back. I got roasted last podcast, so now it's my time to roast someone. So there's someone at the club, I would say present at the club, but they are now a past member. This guy, over the last three seasons, averaged 13.5 with the bat. Over the last three years, this player has had 32 innings. Of those 32 innings, 20 of those have been single-digit scores. And of those 20 single-digit scores, seven have been ducks. Now, you'd think this player would want to be a regular in a side and he'd make a case. And this is where I'll pass it over to you, Miles, to follow on with the road. So we've all heard the stats here. And look, they're they're not good enough, are they? Average of 13. There's lots of names coming to my head. Yeah, it could be anyone at this point. But an average of 13.5 is obviously not good enough. So you'd think maybe if you were averaging that sort of number, you'd want to be dropped down a side or two to maybe find some form. You know, happens to everyone. Everyone gets dropped at some point in their career. There's no shame in that. But look, some people just feel like they're entitled to to have a spot in a side without any uh, merit of their performances. Um, and this is where Lilesh Solanke really has let the club down. So what's happened is this year he was averaging uh, nine. Jason Davies made the difficult decision. They look, mate, how about you? Go down to Carl's side for a week or two, find your feet, um, and come back and um, come back and make some runs in the seas. And Lulesh has not taken to this very kindly. He basically said that the only reason he was playing um, and putting his body on the line um, was so he could be playing C grade. Has no interest in playing D grade. And to back this up, he has sent Jason Davy his over the last two years. Uh, not over the last two years, sorry, sent his statistics from the 2018-2019 season in which he made 150. So, Lilesh, mate, words are that form is temporary and over two years, you can definitely lose a bit of form uh, and if you're averaging 13.5, probably fair enough, you can have a week uh, down in the Ds. Um, in addition to this, uh, so Lilesh is definitely prone to a few brain fades so the only 50 of the last that he's made over the last two years was in uh, third grade in the PSCA. So you'd think after being a bit dry on the runs, you would go on with it and try and convert that one to a ton. Lulesh just decided that he's a bit bored. So he decides to play a reverse sweep when he was on about 80 and gets out playing uh, a reverse sweep hit wicket. So it just goes to show even when Lulesh does make some runs, he really doesn't value his time at the crease. Um, just just not there mentally at this stage. No, clearly not. And, That's not the uh, kind of players we want at the club. No, it's true. And just to show this as well, Lilesh is very prone to making excuses. Um, so after a, a game two years ago where he made another cheap score, Lilesh has decided he's had enough with uh, some of his equipment. So Lilesh has got out and he um, he's done a for solo and absolutely belted his bat to smithereens and after this he decides this isn't good enough hasn't satisfied his uh 
you know, he hasn't shown how he's dissatisfied with his bat purchase. So he proceeds to pick up the splinters of the bat, take it out to the, the bin at the back of the club, put it in the bin, and take a photo for Facebook and warning all his mates to say, not shit bat, never, ever buy. So this is just keen to make excuses for his performances. Um, and it's basically come to a head and he has left the club um, a couple of weeks ago. Same He's mate. moved to Nolamara. Now, Nolamara. On your bike, Lalesh. Suburban turf club. Look, obviously, it's something about the leaderboard career club that's causing him not to perform. Um, it's Jason's captaincy, which Lalesh isn't happy about because he wasn't given the captaincy at the start of this year. Um, look, it's Jason's captaincy. It's a poor quality batting. Whatever. Move to a new club. Fresh start. The scores will start rolling in. Well, Lalesh has played one game for Nolamara. He's scored... Five and 12, and his team has lost outright. And after this, Nolamara, go on, look, this isn't good enough. We're not going to accept this. Lilesh, we might have to start you in our, in our second team after that. And the rumour has it is Lilesh has done the same thing again and uh, decided to quit Nolamara. So he's currently a free agent. He's got an open, open clearance on the market. Maybe he might go back to New Zealand and uh, go back to facing Trent Bolt and, and Corey Anderson. Yeah, look, well... This is just a warning from the Leaderville Career Club to any other club out there. Do not take one. Stay away. Bad bat. Do not buy. Do, never, ever sign. Is anyone offering one-game contracts these days? or I think no, Leaderville no. actually offers them in D-grade. <laughs> uh, Leaderville hasn't offered one-game one contracts ever since Clint Dan had a one-game contract for a grand final a few years ago. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm yeah. absolutely shocked shocked at that news about Lalesh. It's And I'm actually very happy that the club's starting to clean out blokes like this. True. To see the back of them. So, yeah, Lalesh, uh, that's the barbecue roast. And if you want to roast, you do it with barbecue. Every time. Never, ever roast without barbecue. Never, Best ever. Best in the business, hey, Wilbur? Oh, so good. I use mine all the time. This is why it's Clues' profile picture on his Facebook. He really uh, does take the marketing to a new level, doesn't he? He loves it. Now, moving on to our fantasy uh, section, and there's been a bit of movement in our top 20 teams again for the uh, overall fantasy teams with our super coach, Dion Borlay, still retaining that number one spot. Uh, quite a way, too. Uh, He's got a bit of a gap, but one of our very own, uh, Mr. Jaden Leach, is in second. And Jaden's team, called Gavin Schmidt's son, is um, racing towards Dion. One of the main reasons behind this is because I think Jaden's the only player in the comp that actually has himself, and he started making some runs. <laughs> Mate, so it's good to see. What runs can do. Exactly. I'm now the um I think I'm now the tenth player picked in I grade, so I'm slowly moving my way up. Hopefully maybe I can see myself in G grade come the end of the season. Yeah, moving on <laughs> moving up in the world. On Dion's on Dion's fantasy success, I actually noticed something on the Saturday game just gone. Um now I'm not sure how many people have Dion in their team, but if you do, you'd be a very happy man because his hunger to want to score points himself is second to none. Now Dion fielding a deep mid wicket. Um, a catch has come to him and he's very close to the boundary line. He's taken the ball but then almost stumbled and he's thrown the ball over to Carter who was a little bit further along. 
to the catch on the stats is now going to go to Carter. So we're all celebrating. And Dion, I've never seen a more defeated man. He was absolutely shattered. And we're and we're all like, Dion, I was wrong. Like, we got the wicket. And he's like, I wanted the fantasy points. I wanted those Leo points myself. He actually so said this, did he? He actually said that. So a man with an attitude like that is exactly what you want in your fantasy team. Oh, for and sure. He's obviously got himself, and I think that's the main reason that he's winning. True, he's up. He's Leo's there, so he's he's ruthless, ruthless attitude. Could not care less that the team's okay. taken the wicket. He's furious at himself that he couldn't stay balanced inside the boundary rope. That is what you want in your fantasy players, though. I think that wouldn't be the sole reason for his success, though, because I think um, another probably not the best example for the young players in the club either. You want another player, another um, Leo Point driven player is down towards the bottom of the table though, so it's also about being able to manage the rest of your team as well. I'm guessing, but yeah, well, as, as we said before, he's ruthless with managing his team. We've mentioned that on previous podcasts. He is yeah, just a lot of mean, factors. We don't need to delve back into that, so we'll leave that one for now. Um, but, yeah, as I said, so we've got Dion, we've got Jaden, and then Renuka is in third. And then Miles is actually in fourth. So a couple of the podcast hosts are right up there. And then the Cube is rounding out our top five. Yes, and Wilbur, the Bissett's Disciples, down in 20th position. Um, Slipping. Talk yeah, about that one, Wilbur. Um, I tried to give a rocket to Parrot last podcast, saying he needs to pull his finger out. And it's fair to say that hasn't worked. In fact, he's now indicated to Carl that he'll be taking the next three weeks off. So I'm not sure how that's going to go. Yeah, didn't respond nicely, did he? And also Blair Barker, unfortunately, his Dianella <laughs> stats do not count towards leadable fantasy. Yeah, so I slipped down to 13th position, and I'm, I'm, yeah, attesting that solely to Mr. Blair Barker as well. He's uh, <laughs> really letting, really letting it down. I think me and you might be the only ones that have him as well. So, but it was also. Hurts. Also, is amazing that you've got two out of the top three plays in the Leo Justin. You're still all the way down there. So, oh, I'm t- my team's amazing. I'm just I've got one spud who's playing for Dianella, and I've got myself. So I'm well, not really much of a chance. Well, you actually scored your first uh, Leo points for the season earlier in a few games ago. But more on that yeah. later. Yeah, we'll um, we'll come we'll come back around to that later. So, yeah, as we were saying before, um, I've got two of the top three. I've got Miles, yourself. Uh, you're sitting in number one spot at the moment in our fantasy points. Shamir is in at second. And then Michael Thomas is in at third, who I think is one of the most selected players. So, yeah, overall having a pretty good season, Miles, leading the Leos. I said yeah. I want to, to slip back down. I think we mentioned that it was his to lose at one stage. and um, Batty so, Bray got in the way trip to Mandra may have affected a couple, I think. I think yeah, it's I think so. momentum for sure, yeah. He went down to Mandra like four times over the off, over the uh, little break that we had. So, yeah, maybe his head's just not in it anymore. Talk about the couple of FIFO members we have at the club. We've got a couple of Dido members, and I think Owen was one for the January month. Yeah, signed a Dido contract where he's only he's driving up and down the coast of WA to come and play cricket. It's commitment from him, but yeah, I think he needs to just reel it back a bit and get his head back in the game. We've got Tom McLean leading the runs, as we've mentioned, and we've got Chimera up there as well with the bowling. Um, Miles yeah. not far behind, though. No, not at all. 
I'm making my charge. Yeah. And we must give a quick shout out to Cameron Baker, who's actually 16th in the Leos at the moment, Ooh. making a rapid, rapid charge up the rankings. And I think just under that as well. We've, we've previously that. talked about responding right. well to being dropped, and I don't think you could respond any better than that. Yeah, he's had a tough season. and that, Runs, just, wickets, catches. A good doing story a to see him there. He's a valuable player. And just under that as well, another player having a career-best Leo season, Brett Davey. Misso has given him a new lease on life, up to 17th in the Leos, which is... Yeah, we spoke about that last podcast. This is an unreal season from him, out of nowhere. Amazing what some action can do. (laughs) Oh, for sure. And I think one more, just quick one on the Leos there. Um, Justin, you've uh, rocketed up into 133rd place there, um, (laughs) representing your spot. But look, you've got good company down there because you're actually ahead of former Leo winner um, Cade Williamson in 135th. And this is actually going to lead us into our next segment because, um, Jaden, you picked Cade Williamson to um, actually win the Leos at the end of the season. I did. I did pick Cade to win the Leos and little did I know he'd be off to Canberra, but little did I know that he he would have such little impact in one game and that you would play one game and be higher than him in the Leo, so that's a massive wrap to you, GD, to have that impact in one game that Cade Williamson couldn't. Some just built different, I guess. Um, Carl was your selection, Wilbur, who's probably not having the season you were hoping for from him either. Um, no, I think that's been pretty well publicised, hasn't it? But I'm not counting him out at this stage. I think he's got a pretty big finish ahead of him with the two days coming up. Yeah, fair enough. He's more suited to that format. Yeah, for sure. That's what we're going to tell him, at least, anyway, yeah. He needs to get his tail back up. So, yeah, we'll feed him that. Miles, you picked uh, Jace Davey, who's tracking all right, 57th. Yeah, well, obviously, it's not as as far up as I'd like him to be, mate. But, yeah, Jace has made his top score for the weekend, for the year on the weekend, sorry. He actually made 31, so he's actually doubled his runs tally for the year in one innings. So big finish for Jace, I reckon. That's good. That's what you want. And then my selection of Gav is actually winning out of our predictions at the moment. He's sitting in at 42nd as it sits right now. Uh, and now moving on to the big calls. We've got a bit of progress on yours, Miles. So yeah. actually to play at least one game in our first team this season. How's that yes. tracking? There's uh, a few of the dominoes are falling into place there. Um, Burrows has injured himself, unfortunately, so our number one spinner at the club is out of action, and Karam Jeet has decided to take a few weeks off as well, um, potentially in response to his mate Lilesh leaving the club. So there's currently a void of spinners in A-grade at the minute, and there's only one spinner in the twos that's eligible to be picked for A-grade. So He's definitely putting his hand up. So. And it's... He's, Ashby is also leading the wickets in third or in C grade. So if Ennis decides he needs a bit of X factor in the last few rounds, you never know. But there has been one big call that has come true. Wilbur, yes, would you like to there was. remind us? Oh, my big call was that Justin, I think seven games into his leadable career, would score his first run for the club. And due to a need of some X-Factor a couple of weeks ago. Carl selected Justin in his side. 
and he went out to bat. And he didn't only just score one run, he managed to score nine runs without being dismissed. Off eight um, balls as well. Off eight balls, including a reverse sweep for four. So um, I'm very happy with that. So am I, just quietly. Congrats, mate. That's fantastic. Thanks, boys. The boys got around him as well. Yeah, they loved it. And you also, in that innings, obviously the pitch was doing a bit because you've outscored Gavin Smith in that innings by nine right. runs. Yeah. Um, Jasper and Bulba opened the batting and I scored more than the combination of both of their scores. I think if you throw Gavs in as well, I'll still beat all three of them and then scored the same as Carl. So I was pretty happy. And we So happy, in fact, you, you managed to do a <laughs> yeah, very large fist well. pump. With a raise of the bat as you got your first single. Can you confirm that? Yeah, it was a huge, huge day for everyone. And we ended up getting the win as well, which always makes it better. I think quite comfortable in the end. So it was a great day. Now, moving on to another highly touted segment, we've got our fun police and our legends of the month. So Miles, do you want to go, go first for our fun police for me? Right. The Ross Cook Fun Police Award, Memorial Fun Police Award. Um, my first one, Ryan Ruthven, clues. Um, obviously, as the club president, he thinks the club revolves around him, which it does to a degree, I guess. But look, last week, clues had other arrangements on his Saturday night, couldn't be there. So he decided to just cancel Prezos, even though there's another 129 club members that were you know, eligible to be at Prezos if they wanted to. So look, especially when Kai Turner has made a ton and he's been left high and dry on his free piss. Ross, uh, clues you're this week's Ross Cook Fun Police Award nominee. Leachy, what have you got? Now, I know that this guy will be listening in, even though he doesn't play anymore. So, Johnny Frossos, (laughs) mate, where have you been for the past two years? I know that Jezza may have dropped you in the leading into the GF a couple of years ago, but, mate, you're just taking the fun out of the club because we know just how fun the club can be when you're there. Even when Robbie Pachta is chucking a bucket of water of you on, on the toilet, that's the fun <laughs> times when you're around the club, mate, and now you're just, you're just nowhere to be seen. So, Johnny Frossos, get back down to the club, mate. I miss those hairy arms. El Wilbur, have you got someone lined up for us? Um, yeah, I've actually got one of my favourites, and that's Rosika. Um He's being very adamant on Sugar Cube returning down to his team in F grade despite his great form in D grade. Um, now, I understand that he wants success, but he's getting success, and I think that he's vital to D grade success. And as a club, I think that if we've got a player performing, that there's no need to be dropping him. So, Rasika, for actually, he actually gets quite emotional, I think. Um, about his stance on this. So he, he was a bit worked up on Thursday when we were talking about it. So, yeah, deserving nomination again. And my one's actually going to be our granddad, our favourite player, Gav. Um, self-proclaimed chairman of selectors this year, as Wilbur pointed out earlier as well. Uh, he's the sole selector, so that title's a bit of an overkill. But uh, him declining Kai's request to play with about five of his mates from high school um, two weeks ago. And it was either 
uh, he's playing first grade or he's not playing at all if he's fit to play. He's made it clear he, he can't commit to a whole season, doesn't want to be in those high-pressure situations in A-grade, just wants to enjoy his cricket, play with a few of his mates. And Gav has just said, mate, you're not playing uh, unless you come and play in the top team. So that's a bit of uh, policing of the fun of a fair few of the members, the young boys, the important ones down at the club. Also, so Gav, uh, just on that one there, I did ask Gav uh, whether... Kai was a potential 20-year A-grade player. He agreed with me. I said, Gav, well, why don't you give him three games this year in D-grade and he might play the next 20 years in A-grade? And Gav said he was willing to sacrifice the health of A-grade for the next 20 years for the sake of sticking to his guns and not giving him a D-grade game this year. Yeah, there is definitely a, a differential in our views on the, um, the topic, Gav and the young boys, but... Have to respect the position that he's in, so still not stopping me from selecting him as the fun police for this month. But moving on to a lighter note, we've got our legends. So, Jaden, do you want to start that one off for us? I will, and I'll start off by a legend, all right, but a legend that none of us know who this guy is, uh, Sir Ian Poole. He loves to comment on the Facebook and support the teams, which is really good, but does anyone actually know who Ian is? And there was one post that really caught my eye, which was on January 1. And if anyone wants to comment on this podcast, and I know Ian will listen in, so maybe he can uh, comment on this. But he posted, there is only one Messiah, and his name is Brian. Let's see who's not afraid to post this. And he's a very naughty boy. So, Ian, <laughs> you can explain that post, but... I also heard that Ian has been in hospital, so best wishes to Ian and keep up the commenting and support for the club. It's really good to see external members um, buying and supporting the club. So thank you, Ian. I've just got um, just his My Cricket profile up here. Um, Notable piece of info in here is that his last played was Saturday 29th of of November, 1997. (laughs) So... Um, it's good to see he's still in contact with the club 24 years post his last take to the field. We weren't even alive. <laughs> yeah, only one of us was, only me. I was one. We weren't even alive. Oh, my God. Uh, Miles, right. that leads us to who's your uh, legend this month. Yes, this legend is much more present at the club uh, and so much so he's taken it upon himself to to have a new role within the club. So uh, this guy has often provided us with, you know, a speaker and a PA system whenever we need it for club events. But Lee Gardner has stepped up uh, on Thursday, took the role as net coordinator. So then people where to bat, where to bowl, switching people in and out, running the fielding. And look, I will say he was suited to the job. Uh, No whiteboards in sight. So, I was going to ask, if he got the whiteboards out, start losing players, I reckon. But no, he uh, he seemed extremely suited to that role, so hopefully he can uh, continue that one. The new and improved Barry Sloan. Yes. So Lee is my legend of the month. Very legendary from Lee there. And Wilbur, have you got someone lined up for this one? Yeah, look, obviously we mentioned Ross Cook missing the last two games with 
severe concussion. Um, so obviously someone had to step up and fill that captaincy void. And he's a favourite of the podcast, so it comes as no surprise that he did this. But Richard James has stepped up in H grade's time of need. And he's led those troops down there. And not only that, but he's taken it upon himself to go and seek out some uh, wiki-keeping gear, which obviously no one in the team had. And he's done so successfully. So for him to take time out of his week to do that is why he's my legend of the month. Fair enough. Uh, Richard James as well was so... Um, so take took the role in his stride as captain. He told me just before he left the club on Thursday, he said, it's, uh, I've got to go, boys, because I've got to jump onto my cricket and find out which of my players are batters and which of my players are bowlers. So he's really <laughs> gone into his own time to figure out what his teammates do, which is a sign of a good captain. At least he's actually gone and done that. Well, Trey, when, when Raj was your captain, he had no idea what you did. I don't, yeah, he didn't even know my name, I don't think. Anyway, to finish off these uh, legendary nominations, uh, my one's definitely Bredo. We had a late night down at the club on Thursday. I think it was by the end, it was just myself, you, Miles, you, Wilbur, and then both my fun police and legend of this month, Gav and Bredo. And basically, Bredo, just being the kind man he is, has given us some free life advice for travelling around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I know seawater sea is the cure to all kinds of um, issues that we might have. So definitely keeping that one in mind. And there was many other things which probably aren't podcast worthy, but just specifically to- Cuban, Cuban seawater. Yeah. Yeah. We'll leave it at that for now. Nature's but cure. Nature's cure. Yes. But yeah, I think it was definitely legendary of him to give us all that advice and I'm really appreciative of it. So just thought you should know that. Now, Jane, we've got a big announcement coming up. Are we actually doing that this podcast? We're not going to do it this podcast, but we're going to announce a podcast 11 this season and whether that will be done at the wind-up or we'll have a special live podcast to announce this podcast 11. We're even considering maybe getting um, podcast 11 caps for these guys, but we're going to announce a podcast 11 come the end of the season and... The podcast 11 will be based upon people who engage in the podcast. So, for instance, guys like Mickey O'Day, Mike Thomas will certainly be leading the charge in securing a cap for the podcast 11. So if you want to see yourself in the podcast 11, there'll be a couple of podcasts to go before the end. So get around it, support it, comment on it, give us feedback, and you may find yourself in the podcast 11 come the end of the season. Yeah, we want big involvement on the socials, number one. And number two, we want you doing stuff good and up, uh, mention-worthy, basically. Mm-hmm. Name on the true. broadcast is a big tick. It's true. We do this for the fans, and we just want to give back to the fans any way we can. Um, and, yeah, we just yeah. want to know how you're finding it, you know, anything about it. Help us improve what we do, uh, and we'll, we'll look to reward you for it. Yeah, on a, on a serious note, we do want to make this better every year, so the feedback is always welcome. And to be honest, if you're still listening at this point, you're probably a, a good chance for the Podcast 11 because it's probably been about an hour and a half. We're so make sure you comment 
and let us our know. Our super fans at the 90 minute mark. But yeah, we do welcome all our feedback, even if it means telling Jaden that you'd rather have Carl on, but we've yeah. said we do want any kind of feedback really. So thanks for listening and we'll be back in a few weeks for our, our February or March one, depending on uh, how long this lockdown goes for, how much cricket we can get out and play.